0: Hello podcast listeners, this is Prash, and welcome to the final episode of 2018. In this week's episode, we'll chat to Bex about the upcoming Clean Air plan launching in London early next year and new regulation that is coming into effect. But before we do, let's quickly recap on some of the product changes we've made in 2018, marketing campaigns we've run, and partnerships that we've launched. I have to say it's been a super exciting year here at Uber, so thank you for being a part of it. So let's begin. On the product side, as you might remember, we've launched Driver Hours in 2018. This policy means that as a licensed driver on the app, you have to take an uninterrupted six-hour break after 10 hours of time on a trip with a passenger or on your way to pick up a passenger after confirming a trip request. We've also launched the new Driver app, which was built in collaboration with drivers and delivery partners around the world. We've launched phone support, so that now you're able to call us whenever you want, 24-7, and ask us questions. So what else has happened in 2018? Well, as part of a series of improvements to the way we support drivers, we've teamed up with AXA to offer a partner protection package. The AXA deal means drivers now have access to coverage, including sickness, injury, and maternity and paternity payments, giving drivers peace of mind on and off the road. Another partnership we've launched was with Gym Pass, so partners can get access to gyms and different sports, fitness classes, and other activities, Uh, such as yoga, pilates, dancing, swimming, I think there's strength training and boxing too. Um, hope you've already signed up, and uh, if not, maybe you should add that to your New Year's resolution. So what else? In terms of marketing campaigns, you might remember we ran two big marketing campaigns this year. One called the Make Sense campaign, and the Where To Britain, in which we captured some really funny moments with riders. That has to be my favourite marketing campaign of the year, to be honest. In 2018, we've also actively engaged with partner drivers through programs such as Uber Engage, which is a platform for drivers to share their feedback with us. Currently, this project is on pilot, but at the full rollout, each city Uber is in will have an advisory group of experienced local partners who will listen to drivers' needs and ensure their voice is heard across the wider business. On top of Uber Engage, we've also launched the National Women's Advisory Forum, built in collaboration with female partner drivers, as well as our fantastic Women of Uber group. The initiative elevates the voices of female partner drivers across the UK. Another exciting initiative we launched this year was Uber Movement, a free tool which uses Uber's anonymised data from millions of trips to help urban planners make decisions about their city. With this tool, transport planners can have a better understanding of the congestion in their cities and develop new solutions to tackle it. Last but not least, we've also held the biggest Uber Expo we've ever had in London, where partners were able to speak to the team, share their feedback, and take part in a range of workshops and presentations about the future of Uber. Oh, and before I forget, my favourite thing in 2018 was the visit from our CEO, Dara. He flew in from San Francisco this autumn to meet the Uber Engage advisors, and we've also recorded a podcast with him. Hope you've already listened to it. Before we move on to speak to Bex, our clean air and electric vehicle guru, We wanted to announce a new feature, which is launching soon before New Year's Eve. The feature is called Spotlight, and essentially it makes it easier for you and your rider to find each other. As you approach a pickup, riders will have the option to tap a button which lights up their phone in a bright colour. You'll get a message telling you what colour to look for, and they'll hold up their phone for you to see, making recognising your rider even easier. We think this new feature will be especially useful at night or in busy pickup locations. Spotlight will go live shortly before New Year's Eve. Look out in your driver inbox for an announcement soon. So with that, let's talk Clean Air Plan and the new regulations that came out recently with our one and only Bex. Welcome to the studio.
1: Thanks Prash for having me on the pod today.
0: Awesome, so could you please introduce yourself, you know, what do you do at Uber, could you maybe share some fun facts about yourself?
1: Hi, my name's Bex. Uh, I've been at Uber for about three years now. Uh, Currently, I'm working on our Clean Air Plan initiative. Before that, I spent a year working on our um, ignition program, so that is uh, getting drivers a private hire license. Some fun facts about myself, uh, I actually have a private hire driver's license. Uh, I have yet to get in a car and drive though, and that is definitely one of my 2019 resolutions to, to become an Uber driver.
0: Yeah, it's actually fun fact. So Bex and I go way back. We we worked together on the Ignition team uh, back in twenty seventeen. So good to have you on the pod. So you mentioned you now lead our Clean Air Plan project. Um, could you explain to our listeners a bit more about the project?
1: Our Clean Air Plan is our first global initiative to support drivers in upgrading into electric vehicles. At Uber, we're determined to do our part in tackling air pollution, not just in London, but globally. Um, I'm excited to announce a clean air plan for for London. Um, What's going to happen early next year is that we're um, essentially adding a 15p per mile clean air fee onto all rider trips. This will help every driver on our app upgrade into an electric vehicle, whether that's through purchase or through renting. This is just a pilot in London for now, uh, but we're looking to to expand this across other cities as well in the future. Our aim in London is to have every car on our platform to be fully electric in London by 2025. If you want to find out more information about the Clean Air plan, you can go to t.uber.com forward slash Clean Air.
0: Got it. That's awesome. So uh, could you maybe tell us a bit about why, what was the thinking around starting this in London?
1: So in London, there are future regulations that are coming in and this is really pushing London into a world where it will be zero emission for the future. This is going to impact our private hire drivers and the Clean Air Plan is meant to be here to support that transition over into fully electric vehicles. I know there are a lot of questions about the upcoming regulations, so we'll spend a lot of time on this podcast going through that. Uh, It is specifically about London, so if you're uh, not a listener that is driving in London, then please feel free to drop off.
0: Great, yeah, that sounds good.
1: So you may have heard today that there has been a recent update on the consultation around removing the congestion charge exemption from private hire vehicles. That is one of the regulations that will be coming into place in April 2019. This will mean that as of the 8th of April next year, private hire vehicles will no longer be exempt from the congestion zone charge. This charge is within central London. It's an £11.50 charge, and it's during the congestion zone hours of 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday to Friday. Only plug-in hybrids and fully electric vehicles will be exempt from this. And after October 2021, only fully electric vehicles will be exempt from this. And so this is really pushing towards drivers thinking about going electric for their next vehicle. Another charge that you may well be aware of is the ultra-low emission zone. Again, that is coming into effect on the 8th of April 2019. This is a £12.50 charge a day, 24 hours a day, for any vehicle that is a pre-Euro 6 diesel or a pre-Euro 4 petrol.
0: Okay, so is the congestion charge zone bigger than the ULEZ zone?
1: That's a great question. The ULEZ zone is the same size as the congestion charge zone.
0: Okay, so just to confirm, um, what are the key differences between the news that we've heard today about the congestion charge zone and the ULEZ zone information?
1: So the ultra low emission zone is targeting uh, air pollution. And so the, the first difference is the vehicle type that will be impacted. And so any vehicle that is um, not a Euro 6 diesel or better and not a Euro 4 petrol or better will be charged this. This charge is applied every day, every hour of the day. You just need to pay a £12.50 charge the first time you enter for that day, but it is a daily charge after that. Now the congestion charge is tackling congestion So that has a higher vehicle restriction on it, only zero emission vehicles, that is whether you have a plug-in hybrid or a fully electric vehicle, will be exempt from that charge. That charge is within the congestion zone hours of Monday to Friday, 7am till 6pm.
0: Got it. So would it be possible to give any real life examples? For example, if I drive a Euro 4 diesel uh, and I'm coming into the zone on a Friday
1: sure so if you're in a euro 4 diesel and you're coming into central london on a friday or anytime monday to friday daytime then you'll be charged both of these charges so that'll be 24 pounds for entering the zone and that is 12 pounds 50 for the ules and 11 pounds 50 for uh, congestion charge if you're in a hybrid And you enter the zone daytime Monday to Friday you won't be charged the ULES but you will be charged the £11.50 congestion charge.
0: And what about the weekends?
1: So for a a Euro 4 diesel or any ULES non-compliant vehicle you'll be charged the £12.50 a day ULES charge even at the weekends. If you're in a hybrid you won't be charged anything. The congestion charge isn't applied to the weekends. If you're worried about whether your vehicle is a ULEZ non-compliant vehicle or not, uh, you can check that on the TFL website, they have a vehicle checker. Just before we move on, I wanted to also make drivers aware of the uh, ultra-low emission streets that are coming up in London. So, there's one right now that is around the Hackney area, and they're actually streets where, if you're not in a zero-emission vehicle, you're not able to enter. The zone in Hackney is active between 7am and 10am and 4pm to 7pm. And only vehicles that are plug-in hybrids or fully electric vehicles can enter without a fine. This is the first area in London and we expect more to come in the future. And it just re-emphasizes the real push towards a zero emission future. Hence why we really want to double down on supporting our drivers getting into electric vehicles.
0: Ah, right, Bex, I wasn't actually aware that the Uh, zero emission zone in Hackney is already live. How is that working for partners at the moment?
1: Yeah, the small zone in the Hackney and Islington area was live from September. Uh, Currently, what we have is uh, within the rider app, at those times where the charge is in place, the rider is asked to walk slightly, uh, a little bit further than their pickup point, which then means that they can get picked up outside of the area. This means that as a driver, you won't be brought into that area to pick up someone within the charging times.
0: Okay, well what happens to all of the trips that end in that particular zone?
1: So for riders who are trying to get dropped off in those areas at those times, they actually can't put the drop-off pin in those areas. So they have to just slightly um, be outside of the area. Again, so that the driver doesn't get brought into the area when the charging is live.
0: Okay. So. As you can imagine, this isn't the greatest news uh, for some partners. And what are Uber doing to try and help them?
1: This is definitely not good news for drivers. And unfortunately, this is the way that the regulation is uh, going in London. What we do want to support is a fully electric future. And we know that electric vehicles are the way to go for our private hire drivers. We also know right now that electric vehicles are costly and there are not that many makes and models out there yet. The Clean Air plan is our way to support drivers to financially upgrade into an electric vehicle. So as you're um, starting to collect the fees early next year, every penny of that will be able to go towards um, supporting your upgrade. Additionally to that, we're also talking to lots of manufacturers to try and get the best deals possible for our Uber drivers across lots of makes and models. We understand the limitations right now and we're working hard to make sure that over the coming months and years, there are uh, options available for all types of Uber drivers.
0: Bex, thank you so much for, for giving that really comprehensive uh, context and update on the, uh, on the Clean Air Plan and the ULEZ and Congestion Charge Zones. So this week we've also had um, a ton of questions from our partners, um, kind of not surprisingly, about this. Um, And so I was wondering if you could uh, help us out with some of them. So firstly, we have a question in from Clement Magoba from London. Um, And Clement says, Why doesn't Uber help drivers buy hybrid Toyotas and deduct a reasonable weekly amount from drivers pay to go towards buying this car?
1: Thanks for the question, Clement. There's a real push towards fully electric vehicles and this is exactly why we are not supporting through this clean air plan an upgrade into hybrids. As I explained on the charges that are coming in from TfL, zero emission vehicles are going to be exempt from the additional costs and so as much as we can we're looking to uh, increase uh, the support for fully electric vehicles.
0: Got it, thanks Bex. The next one is in from Graham Furley from London. Uh, And Graham says, following the announcement of the electric vehicle incentive, is Uber still standing by its green policy in London that all vehicles must be either hybrid or fully electric by the end of 2019?
1: Thanks, Graham. That's a really good question. I wanted to make clear to all drivers that we are no longer standing by our commitment before to remove all vehicles that were not hybrid or fully electric by the end of 2019. This is part of our revamp of the Clean Air plan. We want to have the support there for you when you want to upgrade into an electric vehicle, but we're not gonna force anyone to do so within our timelines. What we would encourage is for drivers to think about their next vehicle as an electric vehicle, just given how fast the TfL regulations are moving in this space.
0: Cool. So another question that we've had uh, quite a few times from our partners is around what will happen to our exec and Excel vehicles.
1: So unfortunately, right now, there are limitations to the number of Excel and exec vehicle models that are out. Uh, There are a few. And what we'll what we'll do is we'll promote these. And we're also working with manufacturers to um, make sure that there are viable options for both Excel and exec. What I would say to drivers is watch this space. We are absolutely aware that we need to be working hard on bringing more Excel and exec options to the electric platform. And the support from the Clean Air Plan will be there in place to to help.
0: Okay, thanks Bex, got it. Cool, so next one is from Shah in London, um, who says, when are you going to give the grants for Uber drivers to go electric? I heard you only give grants to people with 4.95 rating or higher.
1: So, the rating restriction on grants is absolutely not true. The way that the Clean Air plan will work in terms of EV assistance is actually based on how much you drive as a driver. So the mileage that you're driving once the the clean air Plan is live is basically how much of a grant you'll be able to get. So if you're a full-time driver, um, you'll be able to receive uh, much more of an EV assistance based on your mileage than a part-time driver. It's absolutely not to do with ratings. It is just purely on how much uh, you're using the, the driver app.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Bex. Next up is Abdallah from London, who says... My car is on the list of TfL's designated WAV PHV list. Uh, the question is, can I go in the ULEZ zone when I'm carrying a wheelchair user only, or any rider, and how about picking up? Do I still need to pay congestion charge?
1: That's a great question. And sorry I didn't mention it before, but wheelchair accessible vehicles will retain the exemption to the c- congestion charge as long as they're fulfilling a private hire booking. So as long as you're an actively licensed uh, PHV driver with a wheelchair accessible vehicle, you should be fine during your trips.
0: Rightio. Bex, as I'm sure you're aware, we get a ton of questions from partners around kind of just day-to-day use of electric vehicles, how they work, that kind of thing. Um, I wonder if you can maybe touch on this. Uh, uh, and thinking towards information around things like how to charge, that kind of thing.
1: There's a lot we need to say and we need to inform drivers about electric vehicles, how to use them, how to charge them. So I think we need to dedicate a whole uh, other podcast to that. What I can say is, I mean, certainly a lot of the the main anxieties are around how do we how do we charge within the city. Um, First thing I would say is that if you have off-street parking, then home charging is a fantastic solution. It means that you can get a home charging kit installed within your home. We actually have some fantastic deals with a load of home charger suppliers. That way you can charge overnight at um, a very cheap cost and be ready for the morning. For those who don't have off-street parking and also those who are worried about being able to charge within the, the city centre, We're working hard with um, the city and working with uh, other industry players on ways to improve London's charging infrastructure. We understand it's a big limitation within the city right now, but there's a lot of emphasis and a lot of support to really improve it over the coming years. That's just a taster on charging. What we'll do is we'll go over all the myth busts around electric vehicles, um, a little bit more on charging, and um, also answer any questions that come out from this podcast.
0: Excellent, Beck. Sounds good. Sounds like we'll have you in the podcast studio sometime again soon. Thanks a lot for joining. So with that, we come to the end of another episode. As always, if you have any questions or feedback, just make sure you submit them via our podcast page on t.uber.com slash UK podcasts. And also for a better user experience, just sign up and subscribe to our SoundCloud channel. This way you'll get a notification every time we publish a new update or episode. And finally, Happy holidays and Happy New Year to those that are celebrating.